We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back to another BuzzBeat. This is Richie, and I appreciate you guys tuning in today for another episode. The Hornets officially have a practice under their belt for training camp. Today is Wednesday morning, and they'll have another one today, Thursday, and Friday, as well as they wrap that up. Clifford talked about, if you had a chance to listen to that episode, but he talked about how especially for Miles, but just in general, they don't do a lot of drills. They get to a lot of scrimmaging. They get the refs out there. And I think that's something that obviously the players like to do, but it's a good way to simulate games and to ramp up everyone's fitness ability. And especially for players that either are coming off an injury, a suspension, or maybe this is their first year in the NBA and they're trying to get a taste of what it feels like to run up and down the court for 48 minutes. So that is what's happening uh, right now as we speak. Training camp is going on. Uh, I released two episodes yesterday with Clifford and some players. Today, you're going to get two more episodes, three if you're a BuzzBeat Plus subscriber. The current one that you guys are listening today right now is Amari Bailey, Frank Nilakina, Mark Williams, and PJ Washington. Nilakina talks a little bit about why he came to Charlotte, what were some influences. I asked him about his relationship with Nick Batum and if Batum had any conversations with him leading up to the process and talking about Charlotte, talking about Steve Clifford and you know just getting some insight there. Mark Williams talked about expanding his game. I had a question you know, about his pick and roll defense and he shares some insight on that. And then PJ, we've obviously talked to recently when he signed that extension with the Hornets, but again, he talked about his summer as well. If you are a BuzzBeat Plus subscriber, currently, uh, right now, you can listen to another episode with Cody Martin, Miles Bridges, James Booknight, and Bryce McGowans. That one is also out on your feed. That one will be out a little bit later today for the public feed around midday, but keep your eyes peeled for that one. Uh, that's another interesting bunch with Book Knight, Bridges, and Cody Martin, especially with a lot of storylines related to them. 
And then lastly, like I said, there will be a fifth and final Media Day audio podcast, but that's going to be exclusive to our BuzzBeat Plus subscribers with Hayward, Smith Jr., Brandon Miller, and JT Thor. So without further delay, let's get into this. We will start with Amari Bailey. Amari, it's been a, it's been a couple months since we talked to you at Summer League draft time. And what have the last couple months been like for you in terms of preparing yourself for this next step and, and just overall how are you feeling today in your first media day, first training camp? Uh, it's been such a surreal feeling. The majority of uh, the work has just been on uh, the little details of working on my body. Um, knowing that I'm going to have to be able to guard bigger and uh, stronger players. So uh, continuing to work on my body and make sure that I'm good for 82-game season. Um, double, almost triple a, a collegiate season. And then um, to sharpen up on pick and roll, um, being a really good defender and uh, just staying in the gym on my jump shot. What's it meant like you've not had a chance, I'm sure, to play against and work along with some of the guys that have been here before, been in the league for a while. Is anybody... Uh, I guess if you gravitated to anybody in particular, veteran-wise, and kind of pick their brain a little bit to start? Everyone has um, opened me a welcome arms since um, being drafted here. I can't say one person specifically. Um, everyone's been super embracive of um, all the rookies um, coming in. It's just been a great transition. Mari, you kind of dealt with a lot of uncertainty really in the last year or so just because you don't know where you're going in the NBA draft process and now you don't know if you'll be Charlotte, Greensboro, back and forth. So how, how do you deal with that throughout the last few months? I would just say uh, not really stressing myself over things I can't control. I think that's the biggest thing in life. Uh, like people in general, we just do that too much. Um, not enough of enjoying where we are. So uh, I'm just enjoying where I'm at and just taking it day by day. What's some of the things that you want to work on uh, before the season starts that you really want to do? Uh, same thing, the, just more uh, defensive coverages. I continue to get bigger work on my body, you know, pick and roll and my jumping. Amari, outside of basketball court, where are some things you're looking to alert and is it your season? I'm sorry? What are some things you're looking to learn outside of basketball court and into your roots? Outside of basketball, I would probably say uh, just the travel. Um, the travel with the guys and the team going from city to city. Um, and creating a routine that works for me. I feel like all the greats, um, they come in with a plan every day. And uh, they have a plan for um, off day, they'll plan practice days, um, what they're looking to do. So I'm just going to try to figure that out uh, throughout the season. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else for Amari? Thank you. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, uh, Sam Perlow, the Hornets.com. Welcome. Uh, obviously, you know, your first year in Charlotte, why the Hornets and why do you feel like this was a fit for you? Um, thank you. I'm uh, really happy to be here. Uh, why the Hornets? Um, just a connection and uh, communication between uh, Cliff and my camp uh, during the summer. Um, a workout that I had in front of the team and um, just the thoughts and uh, um, like yeah, like I said, the communication after uh, with what they um, had going, with what they wanted to accomplish, and with where I was in my career, uh, it made sense. So um, took the decision during the summer, and I got here after, and I'm really happy actually. Uh, what's going on? A quick follow up. I know last a couple of years in Dallas, you were playing more, probably like more two guard, more three guard, and maybe you did in New York. Uh, has Cliff communicated at all about what he kind of sees your role being, or are you kind of really open to anything? Um, I'm open to anything, you know, but uh, we communicate on that. Uh, of course, uh, play with the ball and play off the ball will be um, things that um, I'm going to be doing uh, with this team. And, uh, uh, you know, we have a lot of talent on the team. Um, so uh, my style of game is, of course, I'm uh, versatile, so I can play multiple positions. I can defend multiple positions too, so that gives a lot of options to coach, but also to my teammates, uh, where uh, you know they can make plays, but also take plays off, um, take pressure off of them. So um, yeah, we did communicate on that, and I'm going to be playing both. Frank, this is a team that doesn't have a lot of what I would call veteran, and you kind of come in as one of those players. What do you feel like you can bring to the table, not just on the floor, but from a leadership standpoint, to set locker uh, just show by example. Um, of course, uh, it's a change for me too. Uh, being around really younger players uh, than me, uh, can feel now it's my what seventh season, um, and from where I was at as a rookie, I've learned a lot about how to be a pro and how to be an NBA player. Uh, about how an NBA season is going, it's really long. Um, 
and in order to be successful also you need to do those more stuff right so um, for me it will be sure by example communicating with everyone and just be in the gym early uh, having the right thought process the growth mindset and um, show um, consistency and will to be successful and I know you'd see you'll know obviously as an opponent what's the biggest difference now seeing him up close behind uh, I get to see him every day uh, you know it's um, refreshing to see a, a player like him how he loves basketball um, it's just it just brings you back to when you was uh, a kid and you was just thinking about basketball and only basketball enjoying it and uh, he does just amazing stuff with the ball. Uh, you know, I've been in Dallas with one guy like this, Luka Doncic, and it reminds me of him uh, in terms of how they love basketball, how they handle the ball, how they be um, just really enjoying it and figuring stuff out. So um, that's one thing that just seeing him every day is, you know, different than just seeing him two or four times a season. Frank, have you had any conversations with uh, Nick Batum, being a fellow Frenchman, playing here about Clifford or about Charlotte itself? Yeah, definitely, and it had all positive things uh, to say about it, about his time in Charlotte, by his time under uh, Coach Cliff, uh, and that also helped me. Also with another teammate, Evan Fournier, with the French national team, who was with Cliff in Orlando. Um, those were a conversation I had with them too, in order to um, know what to expect, to know uh, where I was just gonna put my foot in. Do you know, do you have a relationship with Taylor at all? Yeah. Same yeah. yeah, same thing. Uh, Taylor, we haven't played together. Uh, we just know each other from other uh, past. You know, France is uh, uh, a big country, but not too big. So uh, once you uh, pass 15 or 16, um, and you play, you start to play for professional teams, you know everybody around the country. So uh, once I, when I was playing pro, uh, he started doing that. He went to INSEP, he started playing pro with uh, Lyon as well. And so we started connecting and now we're teammates and that's really a, that's really a good thing too. Often maybe like super simplistic, but it's kind of, it wasn't, it was one of the few kind of free agent additions. Is it, how much does it help to have a guy like Taylor that's been to the system before that I spoke to Nick and, and Evan, but to have someone here like you kind of have a, a common uh, background with you, too. Yeah, it does help so much. Um, friend too. Definitely, definitely. To have a friend, to have a, a friend as a teammate, to have somebody that also is from the same background uh, that's been here. Also, it helps just make the transition smoother. Uh, and it's Taylor, it's Taylor. So that's my guy, and I'm really happy he's here. Frank, you signed a one-year deal. Can you feel like this kind of a proven opportunity for you at your point at this point in your career? Um, yeah, but just like every other season uh, in this league, uh, you know how it is. Um, but I'm more in the mindset of not thinking about this whole year. I'm just thinking about the present moment, moment what I can do every day to, in order to uh, get better for myself and for the team. So um, all this stuff, uh, business side, it's the same thing every year. Every year you're here to prove um, or, you know, some, someone else going to take your spot. Uh, it's a lot of players that are I really uh, am here, so being in this league is uh, an honor. It's not a thing to be granted, granted so um, it's the same thing every year. But the mindset is here, just take it day after day. Um, what can we do to get better as individuals, as a team, uh, in order to be successful?
Frank, a lot of people have talked about um, the timeline of everybody kind of getting back here to Charlotte. And some people have said that, you know, there's more people back here than they've been here in the past. But what have been your impression in terms of like when you got here and, and what your initial impressions are once you saw guys on the floor? Everyone is locked in. Everyone wants to get better. Um, and that was the message by everyone being, being in the building early. Uh, I personally got here early because of an injury. I left the French national team uh, to come to rehab. Uh, comparing to other preseason, it was early because I was with the French national team at this point. But uh, I know in the 30 NBA teams, not everyone is in the gym. Uh, not everyone is getting together, connecting, getting their work in. Um, and it's not everybody, a couple teams, winning teams, but uh, you could tell clearly that everyone here wants to get better and wants to be successful. So that was really a, a good thing to see. Right. Many people know you for your defensive ability, but if you had to pinpoint one thing on offense that you do best that you're going to bring to the table, what would that be? Just uh, make the right decision, make the right play at the right time uh, for myself or uh, for my teammates. So that's why uh, I can play with the ball or off the ball. Uh, giving the right screen, giving the right cut, you know, those little stuff that uh, not everybody can do. So uh, on the offensive side, it's just about plays, about reads, about also connecting with your teammates, knowing what everybody's doing on the court. So, um, yeah, definitely defensively is going to be uh, huge. Uh, I know I'm going give to uh, give a lot on this side, but offensively too. Hair, maybe your emotion, how you feel today, and then you know, going into your second season as opposed to what it was like to be a rookie year a year ago? Uh, yeah, it feels good. Obviously, um, you know, having a sense of expectation, you know, though, not what you're getting into. I feel like last year I was kind of this more than I've ever allowed me to expect. Uh, but obviously, as the year under my belt, definitely excited, definitely a little more complete. And as a quick follow-up, uh, yourself, Nick Richards, PJ, JT, all you guys are uh, starting to kind of only have to form this really uh, young front court. What would you say is kind of the identity of the, that front court unit as you guys have added in Nelson Crew the last few years? Yeah, um, just all tough guys, all guys that are, you know, getting better every single day and uh, obviously trying to do whatever it takes to Mark, we heard a lot last year from you at times and even Cliff that the three-point shot is going to be a part of your game at some point. How has that progress come along and do you feel like that's something that you'll unleash at the start of the season or still something you're still trying to work on? Yeah, um, yeah I feel confident taking that shot. Uh, obviously, if I've been ready, uh, it'll go up. Um, but yeah, I feel this year. You mentioned having a sense of expectation now how does it change the way you approach an offseason, knowing that you have the full offseason, knowing what it's like, and it's not quite, you know, sponge and being able to pass? How do you keep that edge to make sure that, hey, you're still trying to get better at the, uh, have a, a progress in a year or two? Yeah, um, I think always having that edge is going to be really important. Uh, you know, whatever you're going up against is always going to try and, you know, get the better of you. So I think for me, just going out there, having that sense of aggression, that sense of urgency being the important for me every single And Clip said that you guys probably had some most talent that he's seen at the beginning of a season. How evident is that in the limited run-ins I'm sure you guys have had when it comes to the off-season workouts? Make that yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, just playing pickup, just being around the guys. Um, yeah, everybody needs to work at all. Everybody, Kelly, really talented, so we're really excited.
uh, just uh, how are you dealing health wise right now after the surgery? Yeah. Um, the literature at all, I guess, is often kind of the way you want to get to even go to the pregnancy in the mouth. Yeah, uh, I had that surgery in June. Um, feeling pretty good now. Um, but that time I was unable to use my right hand. I got a lot of left hand work, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, honestly, probably good. A uh, little blessing in disguise. I was able to navigate the wave low. Uh, I mean, now I feel good. You know, body feels good, feels strong. Uh, obviously, I'm 100%. And then Cliff, I mentioned it from a small stable spot. There's a lot of things he talked about with, I guess, Nello, you, Terry, I think PJ out there, somebody else, uh, and you never got out there in one way. Mm-hmm. You hear about 12 table spots, about what traffic can you hear them on the floor. Yeah. What does that do for you? How that motivates you kind of going forward? Yeah, obviously it gives me a sense of confidence, but at the same time, you know, my teammates, obviously sort of building that chemistry with whoever I'm with on the floor is going to be really important, uh, you know, for us to win games and, you know, just have the year we want to have. Mark, um, I asked Coach Clifford about this, but in terms of your ability to play defense and pick and roll situations where you're typically in drop coverage, but how would you assess yourself in terms of coming to the level, switching, yeah. uh, all that type of stuff, and is that something that you're trying to work on? Yeah, um, you know, we sort of we sort of danced with it a little bit towards the end of the year uh, last year, um, but I mean, I feel comfortable guarding anybody. Um, so I mean, that's the situation you push me in, I'll be, I'll be more than happy to do that. So uh, whatever it is, I'm dealing with it. And then switching it over to the offensive side, they, they try to get the ball out of LaBello's hands a lot with you in the pick and roll situation. Uh, is it a point of emphasis for you to uh, become a better player in the short ball, become a better passer because they do like to get the ball out of his hands? Yeah, um, I think for me just, you know, if I'm in the short roll, making sure I'm patient, uh, making the right play, whether it's for me to attack, to make that kick out, um, just sort of getting composed and making the right choice really is going to be really important. But yeah, I feel bouncing from last situation too. Mark, what part of your game are you most proud of right now, and what part of your game do you think you most need to improve on? Um, I say I hang my hat on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I feel like it's been that way for me for a little while, and I'll just you know, continue to do that. Um, and then to improve on, I mean, I think you can always improve on anything. Uh, both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively, there's all those things I can work on um, you know, to try to get the best player I can reach. So. Cool, five swap. Mark, did you happen to put on some weight, muscle, soft season, busy? Kind of like them. You're a little bit there. Yeah, glass of my nose. Yeah, I'm close to 260 right now. Um, and obviously, a lot stronger, you know, a lot lower body, upper body. Um, like I mentioned, you know, that time off, I was really able to be in that weight room uh, when I had that surgery, especially working on my lower body. Then, obviously, when I got uh, on 10 digits back, uh, just being able to get, you know, into the upper body strength, so. Refreshing, what were you for? Yeah, I was playing like 245 or eight. So, uh, yeah, I brought up 10 or 12 pounds one of them. you feel stronger? Definitely. Uh, but at the same time, I still feel explosive. Uh, I didn't want to lose that in the process. So, uh, yeah, I continue to have that, uh, that same balance, that same explosiveness, uh, portably. PJ, last time we saw you, uh, it was a couple, you know, a month ago, pretty much your extension. Now that that's obviously in the rear view mirror, you're here, you're deep up, you know, back out of Hunts at the field to kind of uh, go the heel. Does it feel a little bit more real now, being here at training camp and back with the team for the foreseeable future? 
no, definitely. I mean, everybody's excited to be here. I'm super excited to be here. I can't wait for uh, camp to start and uh, the season to get going. So I'm super excited and I can't wait. For for you, I think you probably played in more games last year than anybody on this team. What did you learn about yourself individually and then maybe collectively about this team and all the hardships that you had to go through last season? Uh, just to keep pushing through adversity um, for me and myself and for the whole team. Uh, I think we all did a good job of that. and. Uh, just keep fighting, no matter who's on the court, no matter who's not on the court, we got to still go out and uh, do a job at the end of the day. TJ, you said, uh, or Steve said earlier that this is the most talent he's had when it comes together in terms of the group that he's had going into a season. How much do you feel that when, I know you've had some early workouts with these guys, how much do you feel that when you play with these guys? Uh, everybody's talented for sure, definitely in pickups. We've done, had some good pickup games, some good practices, so. Everybody is definitely talented. Everybody can play, and I'm just excited that we're all on the same team, and I can't wait to see what we do together. And it seems like everybody's been back, you know, a lot quicker this year than years past. Enough, but when you went to Miami, you did with Terry and things of that nature, and that was helpful. But what has it meant to have, you know, a lot of the guys back in Charlotte, maybe earlier than you have in, in years past? Well, it's the first time that I've seen it, so I think it's good. I mean, I, it just shows that everybody's locked in and ready to go. So um, everybody's excited for camp and. Uh, get the season going. Could you talk about the learning curve that you had from as a rookie to, to now in terms of the defensive end and how you've kind of embraced being a versatile defender and, and how you guys, also too last year, you kind of <coughs> some, it was a defensively height kind of turned into one of the better defensive teams in the second half of the season. Well, I think for me, my rookie year was just learning uh, the concept of NBA defense and all that type of stuff. And now it's just basically just going on personnel and uh, finding what the, what things, uh, what players like to do and what they don't like to do and just forcing them into doing things they don't like to do. PJ, you talked about working on your mid-range game the last time we saw you, but also your floater game last season went up tremendously. Two-part question, how would you assess your floater game? And then number two, because you spend a lot of time outside behind the arc, how do you envision getting to those spots in the mid-range uh, within the offense? Um, for me, um, my Florida game is just, for me, it's just being comfortable and touch and just working on that. Um, I feel like I'm a good enough shooter that guys have to close out to me, so I'm going to be able to get by people pretty easily and just get to an open mid-range or open floater whenever. So for me, it's just uh, reading the defense and figuring out which shot I can take. PJ, what, what is the next step for you? Obviously, you got a career highs in a lot of areas last year. What is the next step that you want to see yourself make? Um, I want to have career highs this year and everything as well, too. Um, I just want to be more consistent each and every night and uh, to be able to be dependable uh, and just be out there every, each and every game. You had mentioned uh, people get here early this year and pivoting years past. I mean, knowing that, how much you got to be motivated. Um, how does this season compare to this cast in terms of just the way the guy out there is a little more hopeless right now, seeing about um, Well. Everybody knows at the end of the day, the goal here is the playoffs. And uh, I feel like we have talent this year. And uh, for us, it's just being able to be in here and be on the same page. And we're, we're there now. So for us, we just have to come in each and every day with the same mentality. And I feel like guys have been doing it. Do you feel like you've been evaluating uh, just your bit defensively um, at the board? Obviously, it's a little bit thin uh, there now with Bob's just getting back into the uh, NBA makes obviously the one you guys have kind of as guys going, but just from a defensive person versatility and rebounding standpoint, um, is there anything you're focusing on with that? Uh, I just need to get my rebound rebounding numbers up. Um, at the end of the day, I feel like defensively I can pretty much do anything on the floor. 
So just being versatile and uh, just standing in a good stance and uh, just making t people take bad shots. PJ, uh, what is your initial impressions of uh, Brandon Miller? Uh, you know, Steve said he's got pretty high IQ, but a lot of guys think that he also said a lot of guys think that he can step in and play some contributor. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts on uh, he's a great player. Um, I feel like his game really translates well in, in our league, and uh, I feel like he can pretty much do everything on the floor offensively and also defensively. He has good size, good frame, he can shoot the ball, and dribble can pass. So there's not a lot of things he can't do on the court, honestly. So I'm just excited to see him out there and uh, excited to see how he uh, progresses with his career. PJ, it might not be on the training hill recruit menu, but what do you think of the, uh, the new sponsorship with uh, Mr. Beastie? Uh, I think it's cool. I mean, uh, just to have Mr. Beast on our jersey, though, I think it's, it's, it's pretty cool, honestly. Have you tried it? No, I've never tried it, so today will be my first time trying it. So I'll let y'all know after. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs>